Hello and welcome to the Church Society podcast summer podlet series. I'm Ros Clark, I'm the Associate Director of Church Society and I'm here with Amanda Robbie. And this week we are looking at a book by someone who is much beloved uh, by Church Society, who was a member of the Church Association, as I believe it then was in the 19th century, um, of course, the great Bishop J.C. Ryle. And he's got a new book out, Amanda. Yes, amazing <laughs> to be doing that uh, 118 years after he went on to glory. But actually what this is, is a book that uh, Mary Davis has lightly edited and updated, um, published by uh, Evangelical Press, um, very nicely produced and short, yes. as we like for these short, summer podlets, 70 something like. pages. And it is called, Do, you, know, 60 do you Pray? A Question for Everybody. Um, and in wonderful uh, royal kind of style, he uh, begins by talking about the different kinds of people he wants to ask this question to. Um, so it is a question, uh, as he says, for everybody, for people who are not believers, for people who are believers, uh, for people who are overconfident believers and underconfident believers. Uh, he wants you to ask, uh, he wants to ask you this question, do you pray? And he does ask it at the end of every chapter. And so, the beginning of every and chapter. The beginning of every chapter. <laughs> it's a, there's, a, there's a real rhetorical tightness about this there book. Is. There's a lot of repetition, but it, it's good. It keeps you going through the book. And actually, I was, I, as I came to the end of the chapter, I was smiling. Okay, how is he going to put this this time? Uh, yes. Please realise that this question is exceptionally important. Do you pray? I hope you are not surprised that I ask you, do you pray? No, we're not surprised at all. <laughs> um, that's right. It, it, it is, as you say, lightly edited and updated. It feels very readable to yes. me. You get the sense of, of Ryle's kind of style of, of writing, but mm. it's it has been modernised sufficiently that I think almost everybody would would find this pretty it's, accessible it's really very accessible i think and uh, very sort of punchy short punchy sentences i mean yes. i don't know if this was a series of sermons but it feels very sort of uh sort of uh, spoken in a way because it it, it yeah it's very it does of, you feel um, very personally direct. addressed yes by it's it, very direct as though he is speaking to you mm-hmm. um and and you can't sort of squirm away from it in a way that I think modern books are not written in this directly challenging kind of style usually. You you feel like you have a little bit of distance from them and you can think about them in a, a detached sort of yes, way. I, I, and he doesn't want you to do that. No, I think, and I'm just looking back through it as well. He talks about, uh, he says I a lot as well. Mm. I wonder if you've forgotten. I think there are tens of thousands of people whose prayers are nothing but a formality. So he's actually, he's very personal about himself. And then he's able to be personal to us as well. Yes, it feels like he's standing there talking to you as you read this. Mm. Um, So, yes, prayer is absolutely necessary to a person's salvation because how can you be saved unless you ask? Yes, Um, I thought that was was a very refreshing thought. I had not really mm. contemplated that, but you you can't be a Christian. You can't come to Christ unless you've asked him. Yeah. Unless you've spoken to him. Exactly. And and then moving on from that, uh, a habit of prayer is one of the surest marks of a true Christian. So this is not quite saying the same thing. It's not saying you can point back at a a prayer that you have once prayed and then say I was a Christian. But um, but by saying if you are going on in your Christian life and not praying, that's quite a good indication you might not be Mm. a Christian. Um, yes. So, and he's asking it because we neglect it, which yeah. we all know that is so true. Yes. Uh, 
um, that um, yeah so he's he's very serious he's very serious about things he's very he, earnest very yeah. earnest yes um, but very um, yeah encouraging that absolutely. you know actually this is absolutely vital for us and I think I get you do I feel like some books on prayer I've read I feel slightly beaten over the head. You must do this. You must do this. You must do this. Mm -hmm. You awful person. Whereas one of the things that I like about this is he, he sort of woos us to want to pray. Do you pray? Mm. Because the Bible is full of encouragement if you yeah. want to pray and, and sort of lays out all the benefits um, of prayer. You know, yes. faithfulness in prayer is a secret of true holiness. So, you know, obviously you'd want to pray and neglecting prayer is one of the great causes of backsliding so yes. obviously you'd want to pray and and just sort of you know prayer is the best recipe for happiness and contentment yes he saw he talks about um one on the backs in the backsliding chapter that's very helpful that people fall in private prayer long before they fall in public yes so that idea that um watching our private prayer uh, is vital if yes. if we if we're to keep going as Christians. Yes, and it's not enough just to say, well, I prayed at the prayer meeting, mm. or you know, we prayed in church. Actually, if you're not praying in private, then you're in great danger. Um, he's not he's not very patient with those who who try and make excuses, is he? <laughs> you know, it's no good just saying I don't know how to pray, or I have nowhere to pray, or no time to pray, or um, you know, I can't pray until God tells me to pray and. And all of those kind of things. He, I mean, he gives you some pretty clear advice. Just, just pray. Yes, and he's very. I mean, he's very. Uh, the sort of main section concludes with uh, reminding us that prayer is the best recipe for happiness and contentment. Mm. And it's a really beautiful. It's very much an encouragement to pray. Yes. Uh, the only way to be truly happy is to keep casting all our anxieties on God. Yeah. Um, we have a friend who is longing to help us if we will talk to him about our troubles. Jesus can satisfy those who trust him and call on him. You know, really, uh, like as, as you were saying, Ros, it's not, it's not a sort of bash, bash, bash around the head. It's why wouldn't you? Isn't this the most yeah. wonderful thing? And it's very, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It really makes you feel, oh yeah, how stupid I am that I pray so little when this could be so amazing. And then there is advice, the sort of last section at the end, to those who pray, some brotherly advice. Right. As well as words to those who do not pray. Absolutely. Some very stern yeah, words. Who are trying to make some excuses not to pray. And, um, you know, nice, um, helpful advice there about the sort of attitude um, and practical things about having a regular slot for prayer and yeah. um, those sorts of um, things. Yes, be earnest. Knock loudly yes. at the door of grace, he says. Yes. Um, remember fullness in prayer. I worry that most people's private prayer is painfully inadequate and limited. They really do not seem to want very much from God, you know, and, and actually an encouragement to pray big and, and bold prayers. Yes, we did have a little um, uh, disagreement <laughs> we with did. the good bishop, didn't we, Ros? Um, we did. I can't find it now, but there's a... Page 54 I've got. Thank you. But, uh... yes. Oh, yes. Some people like to make use of written prayers from a book. He's, he's not a fan of written prayers. Yeah, I do not think that's a particularly helpful habit, says the good bishop. But if we can tell our doctors about our aches and pains without a book, we ought to be able to speak with God about the state of our souls without one. He, he has a point in that I think uh, we should not be only using written prayers. And we shouldn't assume that written prayers are somehow right or better than a prayer that we could pray extemporary. But I... I think, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, the value of a written prayer 
can be that it actually helps you to do many of the other things yes, that Ryan to, says you should do. Enter into prayer through using some words. Uh, and yeah, and to pray bigger prayers and to pray bolder prayers yes. and pray more biblical prayers. With more fullness as the good bishop would have exactly. us do. Exactly. Yes. So I, I think I would still say pray written prayers, but, yes. but he, certainly don't feel that, that you're prayers which are not written but come out of your head aren't valuable and, and worthwhile for, for God because they are yes he I he's um he concludes the book doesn't he with um a, a, a reminder to watch out when it comes to you praying mm. um that we it's it's a sort of measure of our spiritual health like yeah. a spiritual health check is what he says and um, it is a good thing to examine in ourselves. And the summer holidays are a great time to do this. They Maybe could a be. little bit of time for the, the sort of rest that we've talked about in the art of rest, of spending time with the Lord and particularly in prayer. And his, it says, my heart's desire and prayer in writing this short book is to encourage a spirit of prayerfulness. Yeah, so I, I would really encourage anybody, I think, whether you're somebody who's new to the faith or someone who's been a Christian for many, many years, I have yet to meet a Christian who says they're content with the state of their prayer life. Mm. Um, and I think if you know that your prayer life is, is not everything it could be, this would be a really encouraging book to read yeah. to help you get back on track. From your affectionate friend, J.C. Ryle. Um, so that is Do You Pray? A Question for Everybody uh, by J.C. Ryle. We'll be back next week with another Church Society summer podcast, Podlet. Thanks for listening. <laughs>